They say love is patient, they say love is kind Marriage on the other hand takes those things plus wine Spousing is a journey, not for the faint of heart Being married to a human is a science and an art Hey Katie! Hey Lauren! How you doing? I'm great! Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm doing pretty good. It's been a it's been a good week over here. I know I'm so responsive to the weather, and I really talk about this every week. But as the sun continues to shine, so do I. So how are you? Uh, this, that's that was poetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was a creative writing major at one point in my life. I considered myself a bit of a poet. So. Yeah, well, I think you still are. <laughs> you know, there's been studies that show that children in kindergarten, when you ask who's an artist, every single child raises their hand. And then as they as you ask that same question throughout like their elementary experience, by the end or even by high school, nobody says they're an artist anymore. It's like such a small, and it's so sad. Oh, I bet you the same, like ask kids the same thing about playing outside. Because if you asked me when I was like five, I would have been like, yeah. And if you asked me now, I'm like, mm, pass, hard pass. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. I just got home from a big long meeting about education, important stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, did you get paid for the meeting? Of course not. <laughs> just had to ask. Just I'm continually putting it in the face of our listeners how teachers are undercompensated uh, in case anybody lives under a rock. Katie, I, I you know what people don't know. They don't know. They don't <laughs> really. know enough. If you're still undercompensated, people do not understand. Yeah, yes, exactly. I, exactly. I appreciate that, that, um, driving force in you. Yeah, girl, I'm a social worker. Like, we got to have each other's backs, us helping professionals. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Our, our official goal for the rest of time. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what this is. Yeah, this is something a little, um, special. Yeah, it's brand new. It's special. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so today today's episode is a spousing short. So this is a listener question format. In true Redditor fashion, we did a, did a little AMA, Ask Me Anything, on our Instagram um, Insta story, and we got some questions. And full disclosure, they're all from the same listener. Uh-huh. Who, in a my, very enthusiastic listener. Yes. And in my professional opinion, this listener is certainly a gifted learner. I can yes. see so many gifted characteristics. <laughs> yes. Having just come from a gifted learner meeting, right? That. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. see all of the characteristics in him. <laughs> Ability to generate questions is like. Exhibits curiosity, absolutely. Multiple perspectives, uh-huh. all these things. He's yes. also just a good friend who like supports us and yeah. also likes us to talk about him. So, yeah. <laughs> is that good enough? Did we do it? I Let think us- we've done it. We've complimented him. I think we've introduced it. We've got a couple questions. We're gonna keep it nice and short. Um, and yeah, we're gonna. You'll see these little spousing shorts pop up here and there. So, let's okay. get to it. We are going to answer questions in the order they were received. So here's our first one. Do you specifically schedule date nights or do they happen more organically for you? Um, you go first. You answer this one first. Okay. Um, we have fallen into the organic 
category, and that's something I want to actively try to get out of um, because I think when, when you don't make time for them, when you don't make it intentional, and when I hear specifically schedule, that makes me think like maybe you have a weekly night that you always do something. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really healthy practice, and it's something I definitely want to bring in because we've been so busy in grad school and not having a lot, ton of extra uh funds to throw around we haven't really done a lot of date nights and i think um well we have got the well okay so that's our that's my grow (laughs) and my glow is that i think that the date nights we have had have been really nice we found fun ways to have dates that are free um which is Mm. really super fun which is also my call to listeners what do you do for your free date nights yeah, please give us mm-hmm. some recommendations. I definitely, we do not schedule date nights. We don't have anything like regularly scheduled for most of the year. Sunday nights are like our unofficial like family time. And I think that that's just a lot of people in the world do that, that they have family time. And like on so Sunday nights, Mark and I stay in together and watch TV and put away laundry and I usually make a big meal and I like that we've talked before about yeah we've talked before about maintaining that when we have a family like as a routine just that no matter where the kids are during the week you know wherever they're eating dinner during the week we always have we'll we'll have a Sunday night thing but right now our dates um are are more organic and I like it better like that because I am very much the type and you know this about me that like I have to have the freedom to be able to cancel at the last minute Mm -hmm. um and so I like being able I enjoy myself more when I come home and I'm like I'm in the mood to go out let's go out so yeah yeah and also like we live together so we can just talk about it all the time (laughs) like are we going out tonight (laughs) yeah right okay so uh honest honesty moment we today I had that meeting and it started at 4 30 and I left school at like 3 15 and Caitlin and I met for at like 3 30 for a dinner date Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we we still caught the lunch specials oh my gosh (laughs) you guys are ancient i love it it. yeah but actually that one was kind of planned because i was like trying to figure out the logistics of today and trying to figure out i'll fit in all of the pieces of our life she's got class right now she's got a presentation i had this meeting um and i knew we wanted you made time to intentionally connect right yeah that's and That's what's important. Me, yeah, I think so too. Caitlin texted me after she left and she got home and she was like, you know, I almost texted you to cancel because she's capital S stressed, you know, study jail. Yeah. Um, and she was like, I feel so much better just having had time to connect with you. And, you know, she like, it improved her countenance overall. She was really kind of, she was on call last night. So she had to get up and go to the hospital like three different times and mm-hmm. had like had kind of a cranky day. And then this moment, like just meeting at the little Chinese place to have some chicken and a fortune cookie and cuddle and (laughs) yeah and that's so important to have that time to just like remember that you guys are friends yes (laughs) I was just talking to um in my in my line of work the conversation about relationships comes up pretty often and I was talking to somebody who feels like um they and their spouse have fallen into a pattern of just kind of like being roommates. Uh-huh. And she was saying that even when they like have sex, they're not even making eye contact and it just feels like everything is kind of obligate out of obligation. Yeah. And so I think that the bottom line is that whether or not you schedule a date or not, you have to be, this is um, on one of the marriage, other uh, one of our competitor podcasts that I love. And one day <laughs> I will recommend on here after talking to Lauren about it. Uh, they were talking about, how you have to be present and also you have to have presence. And so 
that to me is what I think is the most important in a date is that like whether it's scheduled or not, you just have to like be there together, present with one yeah, another. Yeah, not not dealing with the roommate. Yeah, or not just, like, out of routine or, like, out of rote, like, oh, we're going to the movies tonight because, like, you're the person I live with. (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, you could could split your partner into your roommate, your business partner, and your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, you know, the romantic part. And Mm -hmm. I think dates dates need to be, I think the definition of a date is something when you're only dealing with the boyfriend-girlfriend thing. Well, that's why I think it's important to be conscious of, like, for me – just talking this out, gosh, who, this is such a simple question and you and me would talk about this for like ever. <laughs> just talking this out, I'm really thinking about how like there are times where Mark and I will go to the movies or like out to dinner together and it's literally like we're roommates. Like we're just going because we are the people that each other lives with and we're just like riding to the movies together. And it sometimes to make something a date, all you have to do is bring that presence there, that romantic yeah, just presence. just turn in. bingo just Mm -hmm. turn in and like just hold hands or snuggle or like rub each other's back that's all you have to do to turn it into a date and you know I don't know I don't know if you and Caitlin are ever like that because you guys are super touchy and sweet and like lovey with each other but Mark and I definitely get into roommate patterns sometimes no we definitely still get into it and I think for us it's usually more logistics like business patterns um because they're especially in big pockets of our relationship where we were working opposite schedules and so you guys we don't have a lot of spare time to like fuck around <laughs> right so and we we didn't we weren't seeing each other and so when we did see each other it was like okay we have to talk about xyz thing and then it was like tense and of course you know we found well i think we would have found had we actually really been a better at problem solving I think we would have found that date nights are probably a really good way like that needs to come first to mitigate uh, mitigate all the other stuff and remind yourself that you like your partner and then you can talk business or roommate whatever yeah it's like one of those things that it's like you either put in a little bit of work now to like arrange your schedule to have time to connect or you put in a lot of work later when your entire relationship is down the drain (laughs) so I feel like it's hard it's easy to put it to the side but like when you put it when you prioritize it like that like yeah it takes effort yeah like I think Mark and I oftentimes fall into the or at least I think Mark would admit this that he when he's stressed out, we'll feel like, oh, Katie, like, you're my spouse, you're my partner, and, like, as my partner, what I need from you, the support that I need from you is to not ask anything of me. (laughs) Um, And, like, we've talked about this before. And for a while, like, I get that. That makes sense. But that's the case. Like, we either have to be a little inconvenienced now or we're going to have big issues in about six months when I feel completely disconnected from you and right. I turn my turn my emotional connection meter off as a defense mechanism, you know? Right. Yeah. So, okay. Well, okay. good first question. Yeah, great first cue. Okay. Obviously. Um, we love it. <laughs> this next one, I might be even – I really like it. Okay. So, Beefy. But yeah, it is. What is something in each other's marriages that we'd – that we value in each other's marriages and we'd like to try to enact in our own. Oh boy. Oh gosh. I know this is, this is a good one. We can like kick this one around for a little while. We don't have to like. So there's some things in your marriage that like come to mind immediately, but I don't know the words for them. So let's kick this around. So yeah, that's how I, I feel like, too. I like there's a quality that you and Caitlin have that is, um, you're just both, very attuned to one another like I think that even though I know that you are like 
really attuned to Caitlyn, and so like in comparison to you, she might not be as attuned. No, but she is. She's, she's very extremely attuned to, me. attuned to you, and so I think that like. Sometimes I think that it, like, obviously it can be a stressor, but, like, I just, I really admire how much you two are, um, yeah, I don't know, just, like, careful with one another and not precious, like, not like each other is precious, but you just are gentle with one another, and I, I really admire that, and it's, like, conscious. I don't think that it's, like, that's just how you are, and you two both make the efforts to be like that. Oh, thanks. I like that. Yeah. Well, at least from the outside. We'll keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you okay. feel like that in your marriage? Does that resonate with you? Like what I observe? That we're into. Yes. That you're attuned to each other and really sensitive to like wanting each other to be in good spaces, even if you miss the miss Yeah, it, if we don't know? do it correctly. And that and that does happen. Like we you know I think that is the the thread that keeps us most that's that's taught me how to argue without being contentious or are like having a disagreement without being disagreeable blah 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 uh-huh. because I know that we're I do feel that really deeply that we're both very much trying to balance Meet the, the other halfway team. and I think that's been a, it's been a learning process because I don't think that's something that I experienced like pre in previous relationships mm-hmm. and so I do sometimes I'm like do I take it too far like should I be more you know whatever but I actually I think ultimately it ends up being the best thing because they're really, because we're so aware of one another, there's really, I always, I have learned how to say pretty much anything that I need to say and same mm-hmm. thing with her. Even when we're yeah. on totally different, like totally different sides of an issue. Yeah. And I think it also like, I imagine you guys as like two people that are like, I have this visual in my head of like you two walking on, like a frozen over lake together that's mostly frozen over but there's some you know thin ice patches and you're walking like a little bit you know next to each other but different patches of ice under each of your feet and I imagine you guys just each constantly looking at each other and being like you okay you okay and just like doing your own thing but just like always checking in to make sure that the other person is okay the whole time yeah and like knowing that one day you will be on the shore together but like, That's so funny. That is exactly the way that we describe things. And we oh, there's a one a particular image that we use once we were moving, <clears throat> and we've moved a lot together somehow, even though we haven't been together, you know, yeah. super long. Isn't there a um, stereotype about that? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> um, we were moving, and it was exhausting. And I think my family was there, and that was another dynamic of trying to make sure everybody was happy and fed and. And we were so exhausted, and we were moving to from a bottom floor apartment to one that had three stair, like three staircases with no elevator. So it's just like up and down, up and down, hauling all day. You got the picture, got the visual. Mm-hmm. So not good. Previously, I think I would have been snappy, but Caitlin has this gentle nature, and she, I think it's a caretaker thing, and she just she does that to me. She like turns in, and she's always like. She'll, like, grab my hand and look at me. We're both like, shit, this is terrible. And then we're like, yep, but we're doing it together. And, like, we're able to. And we always talk about that one moving day. And we'll, we've talked about that every every difficult situ- situation tense. We always we always go back. I think that was one of those, like, early on moments where I was like, okay, we're going to make it. Like, this That's is the one. That's a really good. I want to tell that to Mark because sometimes he and I can be, like, 
our attitude in the beginning of things like that, things that we both know are going to be like physically and emotionally annoying to us, yeah. is basically like, don't get in my way today. And yeah. like, and that is something that, like, I will tell you the first time I, well, I would say the second time I've ever seen Mark cry, because the first time was when his childhood dog died. So that was actually like, that was really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but was a day that we were moving and both of us were just like, so like, the worst version yeah, of ourselves yeah, absolutely <laughs> and, like, and we just like were at an impasse and like it was literally just the whole day had been us being like don't get in my way <laughs> yeah so yeah. it's well, nice to be like strategy. this sucks for both of us let's be nice <laughs> I like how you yeah. said that that's oh wait before we move into what you admire about my marriage I just wanted to say a couple a couple minutes ago you said uh disagree without being disagreeable like I've never heard like I've heard that a million times before and I uh-huh. never have so uh, really yeah I never have so okay. obviously then- but here it is in my pocket now disagree um, without being disagreeable and I just wanted to reiterate it for our listeners who also have not heard that and I want to tell you that you should attribute that to me I definitely uh is, am the first to create that and certainly did not hear it anywhere else you're I, the only person to use words in a person. way that mean things yeah. Exactly. Yep. The first. Here's another of one words. of my quotes. Four scored seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that is. <laughs> Here's another one of your quotes. Let there be light. <laughs> <laughs> That's blasphemous. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> I really enjoyed it. Okay, so the, I think the number. Okay, again, I have words that I want to like put into a, a pocket. I think the number, and a lot of these, I think, are things that you may not actively agree with me upon. But mm-hmm. I know that you and Mark are very much, uh, you're connected by your values. Your value set is is the same. And that is the way that you go through life as a team. And mm-hmm. so your teammateship is something I really admire in your relationship. But on yeah. that team, you have people who play different positions. And you have different strengths and you're very much individuals. But you're still open to learning about the other person so like the specifically with mark you like you i know you don't think that you have like that this is i know this is still an area of you know hot button issues but you are so open to him in a way that i don't think that you would be with anyone else in terms of <laughs> taking on and i know he's like probably like i just over love and, that someone is saying that out loud <laughs> <laughs> and uh, katie i you <laughs> when we the number of times you and I have sat in a room and tried to like make a sports analogy and then like rolled our eyes because we're like we can't talk about <laughs> and things then we literally don't know just about. Been, like sports. Can I just yeah. tell you today? Um, okay, so my car died today in the parking lot, and this is just another situation about this illustrates how I feel about sports. My car died today in the parking lot because I accidentally hit my brights when I was getting out of my car this morning to go into work. Uh-oh. So I had to get my male coworker to, and he barely knew how to do it, but I, and to be fair, I asked a female coworker first, but I had to get my male coworker to come out and jump my car for me because I don't know how to do it. And then I didn't even know how to lift the lid up, like, li- like lift the, the, yeah. The hood on the front seat on the front of my car. You said and, lid, and I was like, "Yep, lid." That's right. <laughs> yep. My coworker said, um, "I was like, see, I don't even know how to do this." And he goes, "Man, you really are in bad shape, aren't you?" And I was like, "This is not an area of interest of mine in the least. Why yeah. would I ever want to know about this?" And right. So and that's as bad. I recognize that that's a stupid way to think, but that's how I feel about sports. And here I am, married to a physical education teacher. Yes. <laughs> And the other day, you walked away from a conversation because you were like, hold on, I have to go fill in my bracket. Katie did do that. And the other day, (laughs) without going into too many details, the other day, I forgave 
bad behavior, the excuse for which was related to basketball. Yes, you did. And I, I forgave it very, very willingly. I didn't even have to, like, do it. because I, like, understood. Yes, <laughs> so. absolutely. And, okay, your husband now reads... More probably that is so true. He's re- he, actively reading these days, and I am not. And he's so aware. Like, didn't we have a conversation when you guys started dating, and you were like, he didn't, Mark, before you didn't have any gay friends, and you only have gay friends? <laughs> so that's true. Um, also, Mark did have gay friends before meeting me. He just didn't know at the time that they were gay. Uh-huh. Um, but as is the case as, with everyone who say, says that they don't oh, have gay friends. <laughs> oh, so he's a person who knows other people? Cool. Yeah, he's a person who's <laughs> met other pe- at least 10 other people. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that, that is true. There was, and he would probably deny this. It's like family folklore that Mark kind of skirts around, but the, the family folklore is that Mark had never really hung out with a gay person at all before he met me. And I had really never hung out with a straight person before I met Mark. (laughs) Mark was my first straight. (laughs) How do you feel about it? Attracted. I okay. feel sexually Good. attracted to him. Good. <laughs> Who knew? That's positive. <laughs> yeah. So that's a really good point that he and I, I think one of the things that we do really well, this is helpful for me to know. I think one of the things we do really well is that we're really committed and we're both incredibly stubborn, willful people, which like I wouldn't have said a year ago, but now I can like admit that. And Mark agrees with me that we're both like that, that both of us are like, this is my way and like get stuck on that. But we both recognize that we do that and we try super hard to fight against that instinct in ourselves to be better for each other. And I think that that like, that's where I feel safe knowing that we have a lot of contentiousness between us sometimes, but the contentiousness is always, always underscored by the fact that like we're doing, we are wanting to be on the same page. So yeah. Yeah. And we are binded from our, uh, from our values by our values. You are. You are bound by your values. That's right. And that sounds like a bad Christian movie. Yes, it does sound like a bad Christian movie. But, but it's somehow... as a complex and nuanced Christian movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is... <laughs> That's the story of our life. Yeah. yeah. Also, here's something else I will say about him. That I like. actually do like him. I feel like... I don't want to paint it as that we're like incredibly contentious. But we are no, very... We, we're really different. We're just different. And like... Yes. I'm okay with that. I really yeah. am. Yeah. Well, I think you should be. <laughs> yeah. He's taught me to value the things that I used to not value. So... Yeah. There's a lot about like nice, quiet conservatism that uh, I like. In a marriage, I think as long as your values align, every behavior can be different. Every way that that manifests itself can be different in the two of you. Totally agree. As long as you you both, that like your manifesto is the same. Yeah, totally agree. Um, Also, one more thing that I like about you and Caitlin, I like that you guys um, do, like, I've always liked that you you guys have fed each other. That is, you're really Mm. good at making sure each other is fed. That's what I mean about you guys are just, you just, and... I don't know, maybe tell me if this is not an appropriate thing to say, but in a way that I imagine, in my ideal imagination of what it would be like to be in a relationship with another woman, I imagine that it would feel like constantly being cared for, you know, <laughs> we have a and friend. loved on. <laughs> we have a friend who, uh, obviously Caitlin and I, shocker, have a lot of gay friends, and when we've hung out, we have a straight friend who always talks about how she like sees us like 
braiding each other's hair and sharing clothes and like doing all that. She's like, what the hell? Cause her, you know, she's straight has a boy as a boyfriend too. And she's like, this is not fair. I yeah. have to live with a boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I mean, it's like, you guys have like the I best don't know what to tell you. It's like you have the best friendship of like, two seven-year-old girls but you're grown-ups who also have like an adult life together yeah, <laughs> yeah. no i really it's feel just, and that it, and i, I envy I it i don't know how to like explain it without it sounding weird but that basically i feel like i'm i'm at like a like a 10 year old sleepover of course i was gay at 10 years old too so whatever but i feel like i'm at a 10 year old sleepover with my favorite person on the earth who makes me like giggle and i think is so cute and i love her and also want to do her and it's just like a good combo yeah and yeah. she wants to do all the same things as you like have you like brush her hair and like watch <laughs> no no she, she doesn't want to brush her hair or watch hates, the joggers <laughs> she, she does not want me to brush her hair she does not want to watch the joggers she never wants to go shopping with me she yep. tolerates musicals the way that you actually i would say that you probably tolerate sports better than caitlin tolerates musicals okay well also musicals probably well i don't know yeah. Did you say where are you musical? going with that? <laughs> okay, okay. I was going to say, <laughs> musicals are probably not as big of a life, like, big in your life as sports are in mine, but I really don't know, because you're really into musicals, so. <laughs> I I have made compromises in the area of, mu- of of how often I listen to musicals. I'm not saying I don't, because I That's true. sure, I damn sure do. And Caitlin has seen, I don't know, probably 10 plays in her life, mm. and they've all been with me. So. Right. Well, and I've made compromises on the amount of political propaganda as art that I have in the house. So interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I have fair. significantly fewer political propaganda pieces in my house. <laughs> well, you already selected the um, the art for my future home, and it's all vaginas. Yeah, it's not apolitical. Let's just say. <laughs> yeah. There's good. There's ovary. Okay, it's not all vaginas because it's not ovaries, and there's some uteri- uteruses. There's testicles. Uteri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's other reproductive organs, but no, mostly no, no. I'm focus talking on about the women. The art that you sent me. There's That's what I meant. Yeah, they yeah, I have male some male mm-hmm. organs, but it's mostly a focus on the female organs. Cool. Yeah. All right, yeah. one last question. All right. Um here is Oh, we should put a link to that artist in our show notes, by the way, because that yes, art is badass and we should share it. And then you buy the copy and it's like ten dollars or something, and then you can print it, I think, as many times as you want. You, you buy the PDF. The digital. Yeah. The digital. Uh-huh. Um, okay. There's none none of these are light, so I'm just gonna go Oh wow. With Ungifted the, learner kicked out of the gifted class. No. They're light. Said, oh, I thought you said none of these I like. I was oh, no, like, no, 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 no. None of wow, these are teacher light. Is not in <laughs> I've definitely said things like that in the classroom before. I've been like, <laughs> well, wow, none of, none of these writing samples um, I like. I spent 45 minutes talking about testable questions to a bunch of fifth graders today, and then we all wrote our testable questions, and we are going to spend 45 talk- minutes talking about testable questions again tomorrow. Because oh I was gosh. like, y'all didn't listen to me even a little. <laughs> okay, okay. They, li- they listened a little. But- so okay, either so- pick one or come up with a light question. Uh, we're going to go with one of the listeners. Okay. okay. What did you learn from a failed relationship that has helped you in your marriage today? <laughs> okay, you go first. <laughs> oh, many things. Um, I oh, think... I have an easy answer to this, okay. so I guess... Yeah, you I, go. It just came to me. Um, if somebody likes you, you will know for sure. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, you will not have to guess if somebody is willing to do the work of a relationship with you if they are worth being in a relationship with. That is um, something I have a list of things that I've been keeping called things I know for sure after like Oprah yeah, um, and what she good. does. And one of the things that I know for sure is that if somebody likes you, you will know. God, that's <laughs> such like such clear wording for a concept that is so complex for so many people because we are taught so early on oh he's poking me he's bothering me he's that playing hard to get he likes you he if he if he liked if he didn't like you he wouldn't be texting you at three in the morning what's yeah. that about oh i mm-hmm. know what that's about and you know what I've been there <laughs> but too. it isn't about relationships <laughs> and i don't even date boys I've been there <laughs> for I think for many many years I was the um I was the girl that you texted about your feelings in the middle of the night but didn't <laughs> hang out with in public so God guess damn. what that person didn't like me and neither did the other two people that strung me along like that either so yeah then when I met Mark when Mark took me out on a date on our first date he was like holding my hands and opening the door for me you remember this yeah and I I literally thought maybe he was like just like a really nice friend that like was into like touching because I had just assumed by that point that like all gestures that seem romantic to me are just like men being weird and then later you literally threw up and then later when he tried to kiss me I literally puked on him because no it was because of the medicine that I was taking but yeah but I had tricked myself into thinking by that point I was like men are weird it's unpredictable until somebody literally says I want to put my mouth on your mouth I'm just gonna assume that they don't want anything from me except for my like legal advice or for me to edit their paper so yeah yeah um what about you Mm. um okay a lot of things and number one uh I think when a person doesn't make space for you in a relationship it's because they're dating the version of you that's in their head. Mm-hmm. And so when you make mistakes or you make choices that don't fit with what they think of you, um, that's because they're not really dating you. This is a very, uh, not Memento, what's that other Christopher Nolan film? Inception. Mm, Batman? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, the director. Chris, that's his name, right? Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he also did a Batman, didn't he? Hmm. I probably missed that one. I'm, I'm probably wrong. No, right, you can be right. Wait, everyone's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's that's a really important lesson. Um, yeah. Which connects well with what you were saying. Yeah. When people like you, they let you be you. Yeah. And, um, he did, I by think, the way. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, he did. Oh, he, he directed, directed Batman. Batman. Oh, I thought you meant Mark liked you. And I was like, I mean, we know. <laughs> no, 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 Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I mean, I would hope <laughs> that he likes me. Otherwise, this has been a very strange six years. Yeah, um, I think also. But you want to be liked for who you are. Yeah, and I think that ha- that happened to me in a couple of forms. Like pre-relationships, I think people would be- become enamored with something they thought I was. And that always was very off-putting to me because I felt like, who who is this person that you've made up in your head? Because you don't, you don't really, you and I don't know each other. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then there's also like the inside the relationship version of that that happens where I think, you know, especially, I mean, I started my dating life relatively young and I think I grew and I was in a long-term relationship early on and I grew a lot in that relationship. And then I wasn't, I, I don't think I always knew how to be me in that relationship. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't still the same teenager that I was, you know, once Yeah, time. yeah. Which is that whole merger and startup thing. So if you're in one of those startup relationships where you're both, you know, starting out young, you need to make space for each other to grow. Yeah, you know, my mom was not comfortable with me getting married until she heard it come out of my mouth that I was aware that Mark and I were going to change over the course of our relationships. And I was prepared for the fact that we might like how each other changes and we also might not like how each other changes, but that we don't get a lot of control over how we change. Um, and that it's more about like how you approach that change than anything else. And she was not comfortable with me getting married until she like heard me say that I knew that. And I like, I do know that, but she did not know that when she got married, you Mm -hmm. know? And my my dad really, and so did my mom, but they really changed during their marriage. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I'm prepared for that, at least. (laughs) Yeah. No, and I think, I mean, in the state of things, we are, in the grand scheme of things, we are all young when we get married. I just met a couple last night. They got married when they were 48, but they're 90 now. So they were still young when they got married. Yeah. And you know what? I hope I change because I was just talking to my patients about this today, like, our lives are dynamic and if I'm not changing that means that I'm not like taking in new information and like learning new things and like today I'm not God tomorrow I won't be either and like if well, I'm you don't know for sure I don't know for sure because <laughs> I'm not God I'm open to be no I'm not I take it all back I feel like that's the start of some bad movie me saying I'm open to that um I like my humble little position of not knowing but the having that position is you have to be open to change and, like, you want, you have to want that for your partner, too. And I think, honestly, that change is less scary the more supportive of it we are in each other. <laughs> um, and growth, if, you know. If, if knowing everything is omnipotence, then it's only knowing one thing, unipotence. Sure. Okay. Um, my second, my, <laughs> part, my part B, and I think this is a really good one to, like, bring home. Yeah. Um, being nice, being kind is the most important thing in your relationship. To quote Jewel, in the end, only kindness matters. <laughs> I like to quote Jewel whenever I can. You know, because I've been... <laughs> Me too. Like, honestly, that bitch is a poet. She lived in her car and wrote poetry for years. In the end, only kindness matters. And how true that is. I it's completely so agree. You just it's have so to true. nice to each other. Just don't be a jerk. But I think people are nice to people they like. I mean... You know, you. It's so much easier to be kinder to your partner when you like them, which means that's going true. On those date nights and that's true. You know. But also, I just wanted to reiterate that liking somebody is not a prerequisite to being nice to them. You Hell do yeah. not have to like somebody to be to nice be to them. Also, saying that be like just nobody says this anymore because I think everybody that I know is like smart enough to know this is not true. But like, there's no such thing as being fake when you're a grown up who's being nice to somebody that you don't like. That's being polite, Ooh, and that's, that's also <laughs> being mature. Yes, right. Oh my god! That's, especially that's, when you're angry at your partner, it's called being reasonable. Yes, that's fr- that's frustratingly true, and it's frustrating that we're that we're talking about that. Come on, guys, we're not. I, our listeners don't know that. I mean, our yeah. listeners don't need to hear that. I'm just they saying don't. it for myself so no, I feel better. No, but you know better. what? They don't, but they might because even if they're not the ones portraying that like particular verbiage, they might hear it. And I, I could feel like I would hear that today and be like, wait, what? Yeah. And then like have an internal crisis about it. But just understanding that like we're adults now. We're not <laughs> re- in seventh grade. I'm reminded of in my Spanish group that I used to lead where I speak I speak um, very little Spanish. But I one of the things that I used to say all the time because guys would say – 
oh, I did this because this, or like, I was angry, I said that because I was upset, or I said that because I was in a bad mood, and I would just say, no I excusas. There are no <laughs> excuses for yep. that behavior, and that's how I feel about being mean in marriage. No excusas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are and no also excuses. about voting. Oh, yeah, and also about voting, although, yeah. like, I have a few more months until I have to think about that again, so I'm on sure. a... I'm on a cleanse from that. Okay. We love you listeners. We hope you all have a good week and um, happy spousing. Happy spousing. Love you. Love you. Bye.